1: We are now live, Jeffrey. We
2: are. We are. I'm back home. Yeah. It let feels me hit this. Good. Uh, good to let travel. me hit this
1: with before you let it fill up a little bit. I'm hit the I'm just hit pushing. the tweet with a retweet. I'm All right, just there we go. Talking
2: about nothing like I do best.
1: Okay. I mean that really is what you do best. That's the only I valuable love. thing that you have. It's not your picks. Actually, that's not true. You went three and two yesterday. That was a good I was day. Three for you.
2: And two. I rebounded for my atrocious uh, second day of action um i'm gonna i'm gonna tweet it out but it, it does feel good it felt good to be out watching games in person um no doubt uh especially mohegan sun it was just it, listen there were only three writers down there they only allowed uh, me andy katz and and newslander um aka matt norlander um <laughs> who i'll give credit to he, he loves breaking scheduling news nobody he really does Other than Rothstein, nobody likes breaking scheduling news like Newslander does. And uh, it could be anything. I mean, anything to do with scheduling. He gets so excited. Honestly, I've never seen anybody get so excited about anything other than maybe Gary Paris getting excited about Ken Palm. (laughs) Those those two, the CBS guys love Ken Palm and scheduling info more than anything in the world. All
1: right. All right. So anyway, so, right. at, at the risk of alienating every single other writer on the planet, let's uh, let's get into today's slate, Goodman. Um, I did pretty well yesterday. Uh, I, I found a couple good live spots to yeah. bet. Um, yeah, I got. What were,
2: your, what were your picks? Your your five? How did you do? Do you remember?
1: Uh, I did well. Gonzaga covered the yeah. under hit. We lost Virginia. Yeah. Um, Toledo hit and i can't remember what my fifth one was but that's a winning day right there i was yeah, i was i was i was heavy on gonzaga cuz i got them at 12 and a half um, and awesome. then i took the under uh, I, I found a spot unc wilmington was playing unc Asheville, and the total went from 150 to 164 in the hour before tip off so i just faded the to steam took the under and that cover or that uh that hit easily um, i had so i was on the verge of a great day and then you know i had a couple uh the, the book that I use offered some profit boosts for four-leg parlays, so I put together a couple of money line parlays that were all capped with Memphis having to beat VCU. I love Memphis.
2: Have you completely changed your tune already on Memphis?
1: I, I, I think or I'm going to have to. I think I'm going to have to. Like, wh- What choice do I have? I could sit here and be stubborn, or I could say, uh, you know what? Maybe it's not a good thing that they're losing to uh, Western Kentucky and they're losing to – um, VCU, no, no. the way that they are losing to them. All right, let's talk about today's slate. Yep. Yep. Um, not great. Not great. We th- got... Uh, not great. There's two things. I, I think I think the before you get going, the, the two most important things to watch here are going to be, um, especially in the big games, are the health of players. So you want to keep an eye on the status of Hassan French uh, at St. Louis. He's coming back from a concussion. Um, he is a game-time decision. It feels like that is trending towards him playing. Because he's been working out the last couple of days, I think that um, Travis Ford said that he was on a treadmill uh, two days ago. So keep an eye on that. If Assam French plays, that's a difference maker. Like he is yep. um, a six foot seven, two hundred forty pound athletic wrestler. Yeah, yeah, very very good. Um, can kind of match up a little bit with with LSU's front core. I think he'll give Trendon Wofford some trouble. Um, that's relevant because they're going to be without Fred Thatch, who's one of their kind of like stoppers defensively. Uh, and not having Fred Thatch against a, a team that has like Camp Thomas and, and some of these perimeter weapons, that's that's not a good thing. So St. Louis is at home. Uh, the line right now is uh, it's between two and a half or three, depending on on where you look. Um, if if Asan French plays, I think I lean towards taking St. Louis at home. Without Asan French, I I would just probably just take the LSU money line. I don't think there there's much value in the plus three when you can basically get the the money line and get a little bit of extra juice. So that's that's kind of where I'm at with it. Um the other one is Jalen Cohn for Virginia Tech. I believe that you said uh well Mike Young said He's on not the twenty fifth.
2: Okay, Jalen Cohn's not, not playing, playing. It's Villanova. He's not playing right. really good shooter. It's not like Virginia Tech's loaded uh anyway and, and to lose one of their key guys and, and Villanova, man, they just they look like they didn't look like Villanova in, in their opener. Uh, as we saw against Boston College, but then they started to look more and more like Villanova. And, and I think Jeremiah Robinson Earl, after talking uh, to him following the game, um, they just I feel like he he doesn't know how good he is.
1: He's and good, he's starting to he's realize really good.
2: It, like in Villanova, it's hard to because they have so many weapons that they always play within themselves, right? That it, you talk about the culture, everything like that, but I, I feel like. Don't make Jeremiah Robinson Earl play within himself. Let him go. Free him, Jay Wright, because this dude <laughs> is capable of being a first-team All-American if you get him enough touches. But, again, the end of the game, he's got like 28 and, and whatever, and he's still just setting screens. And, and like, pop in, but not pop to score. He's setting screens for his teammates. So, uh, I was impressed. But I, I like Villanova there. Given nine-and-a-half at Mohegan Sum without Jalen Cohn. Is it nine and a
1: half now? I got it at eight and a half this morning. That that must be there must be some steam there.
2: Nine and a half. So I'm 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 riding on Nova here. I just think the other part is Colin Gillespie, I talked to Jay right after the game, the first game, and he said what people don't know about Colin Gillespie is he missed a lot of time in in the offseason with an injury, and he's still getting his legs back. And you could see it against BC. He couldn't stay in front of anybody. Mm -hmm. Just getting right by him. So I think as he plays a couple games, he's going to start to get his legs back and look more like himself defensively as much as anything. And offensively even started in, in the in the game uh, yesterday, right? Was it yesterday? No, two days yeah. ago. Sorry. Two days ago. Um, that, that he started to be able to offensively get in the seams a little bit, make plays more for his teammates than, than himself. So I got Villanova.
1: Yeah, I like him too. I just don't think Virginia Tech has anybody to stop Jeremiah Robinson Earl. And what we did see down the stretch, the way that they put that game away, was they just kind of gave the rock to to, uh, to JRE, seventeen feet from the basket, kind of you know in that foul line area, and just say go to work. Um, Arizona State didn't have anyone to stop him. I don't think Virginia no. Tech has anyone to, uh, anyone to stop him, and they're going to be without Jalen Cohn. So. Uh, I do like Villanova there. The only concern that I have is that this is, what, three games in four days for him? Three games in three days? Three games in four days for four him. Days. So yeah. Um, yeah. That, that could be a little bit of wear and tear on their legs, but, I, I mean, I'm not I'm not super concerned about that. I still think that they're going to be able to cover. So I, I like Villanova in that spot. Um, I like St. Louis if Hassan French plays. I like LSU if Hassan French doesn't play. So I think those two of the yeah, biggest games.
2: Like, I only like LSU if – if French doesn't play, I'd go LSU. Otherwise, I'd stay away from
1: him. Yeah. Um, all right. So the other big game of the day, Notre Dame uh, is playing Michigan State. I believe that's on the road, right? That's it. That's in East Lansing.
2: It is. It is. Notre Dame schedule is ridiculous. Notre Dame hasn't been very good the last couple of years. Uh, Michigan State gets uh, Josh Langford uh, back. Their second game, right? They played somebody already, didn't they?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they played Eastern Michigan. Josh Langford was there. He scored. Like it was a big yep. thing. Um, I. I like Notre Dame here. Really, and the reason, yeah, the reason this I do the first is, one I
2: think we pick where we've actually picked against one another in in our top five picks.
1: Yeah, so the reason it's a it's twofold. One, Tom Izzo was talking about the fact that Rocket Watts is a little banged up. I think it's a is it a knee or an I can't remember what it was. Like all of these things are starting to blend together, but yeah, um, he's a little banged up. He didn't really look right against Eastern Michigan as a team. Michigan State did not really look all that right against Eastern Michigan. They didn't um i think that notre dame is i know they lost john mooney but it does feel like this is a little bit more of a mike bray kind of team like they're they're older than they have been um I think that when Mike Bray has has these kinds of teams, what he does is he really just slows the pace and really takes the air out of the ball and really wants to control tempo. And that is not what Michigan State wants to do. Like I, Tom Izzo doesn't get enough credit for how good he is at, at getting his teams to run and getting his teams to break and play in transition. Um, so I think that Notre Dame is going to be able to kind of slow them down. And, and to me, 10.5 just feels like too many points in a game where Michigan State is not right, their initiator is not right, and um and they're playing against a team that's going to try to control the pace that has veterans it's not going to be overwhelmed by playing in a building that doesn't have any fans it just if 10 and a half feels
2: like too many to me this is going to be the breakout game rob for foster lawyer this is the game <laughs> he only had the- his breakout game I I- but the the, yeah. the country is gonna embrace foster lawyer today today's gonna be the day because like you said rocket Watts is gonna play probably as much even if he plays uh Joey Hauser played well in that first game you got Langford back I, I just feel like again 10 and a half I, I know you don't have uh um you know the Breslin Center uh filling up it's not that home court advantage right now but I, I still I, I just don't trust Notre Dame anymore and uh and that's part of my problem with them so uh, I'm going Michigan State even though again without Rocker Watts, that's a major weapon that they're 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 potentially either going to be without or Just he's probably not going to be all that effective if he plays.
1: All right, so the last line that I like today um, is going to be Lafayette plus twenty-one against Baylor, uh, playing in Las Vegas. Scott Drew is not going to be there that we know of, assuming that Baylor is going to follow in a kind of any kind of protocols. He's not there, Um, and and Lafayette always they're always talented, man. They always got guys. Bob Marlin does a good job. Yeah, so um, I, I think the names that you really need to know this year: Cedric Russell, Malik Wilson. They got a kid named Theo Akwuba, who is a seven foot transfer from Portland that I guess the staff loves. And I'm okay. NBA, the staff guys, p-
2: NBA guys actually know about a couple of these dudes. I'm not saying they're gonna be drafted, but but they're on their board that they have to at least check out. So evaluate these guys, guys, yes. They'll be evaluating this game uh, for Wilson for Akwuba. Um yeah, I, I don't I don't know if I love it. But I, I agree in a, in a sense that everybody you know everybody's going to look at this line a lot of people and say it's small because Baylor I had him preseason number one up until two days three days ago, um, so I, I'm kind of with you that not a lot of people know and it's almost like a fool's gold type line.
1: Well, because the thing is, if if you've looked at all of these games where the Power Conference teams are playing the smaller schools, like the Power Conference teams are running people out of the gym, Killing you know they're winning by like thirty, right? Like. Illinois won a game by 62 points the other day. So aren't aren't you surprised
2: surprised that we're not seeing more upsets like San Francisco beating Virginia because um, it is so early and teams have been in quarantine. They haven't, who knows how, how much they've been. But the one, the one difference is the resources of the Mm -hmm. big boys, right? They're able to, to do more when they have their players on campus. Um, The one thing, You know, I looked at and and continue to look at is like how much time did they miss, whether it's quarantine, whether it's a 14 day shutdown in the summer, whether it's not having their players on campus. I think all those things matter right now.
1: Yeah. And the other part of it is that we haven't seen a ton of great mid-majors taking on some of these like bigger programs. Right. Um, a lot of it has been like, uh, like North Carolina A&T playing at Illinois. So it's, it's we've we've seen a lot of that. And the other part of it is early in the season, a lot of the upsets are in these like multi-team events and these tournaments, the ones that were all supposed to be in Orlando that all got shut down and all erased. So taking away those power conference matchups early in the season has certainly helped contribute. But I think the, the Baylor example to me is, like, Illinois is the perfect one, right? They beat the doors off of North Carolina A&T. They beat the brakes off of Chicago State. Then they go up against an Ohio team that's got a guy in, in Jason Preston that is getting a little bit of NBA attention.
2: My that's that my guy. That has a
1: really good coach in, in, in Jeff Bowles. And yep. what happens? They they go out and Ohio goes into Illinois and, and almost pulls off the upset there. So um, I do like – I'm not saying that, that Louisiana is going to, you know, make this game and, and need – um, a game-winning basket from Jared Butler, but I do think that they're going to be able to to uh, to keep this thing relatively close. They're not going to get run out of the gym, let's put it like that. The other All part right. of it with Baylor, yeah. no Freddie Gillespie, like right. he's gone. They got to adjust. Uh, and keep Tristan Brandon. Clark, yeah, Tristan Clark retired, so they are going to look different. They don't really have a five unless it's uh, I'm not even going to try to say his name, I'm just going to call it JTT, and I know yeah. the staff loves JTT, yeah. and yeah. he can in theory be that guy, but um, Staff I don't always think they
2: love the guy sitting out, Rob. they always yes. love the
1: guy yes, they do, which is why I'm like, okay, like I, I hear you they like, temperate. all right. Yeah. let's see let's see what happens with all of that. So uh, all that said, I do like um Lafayette here. Is there right. anything else that you're on today?
2: Yeah, what do you yeah. know this guy? You is that
1: Godfried? It's Godfrey. Yeah. look at that That's... Godfrey partying.
2: Uh, Mark Gottfried is getting uh, six and a half points against the Air Force today. Who do you think I'm taking?
1: I think you're going to fade Air Force.
2: You think I'm taking this dude? Do you think I'm taking this dude? Hell no. I'm taking Air Force. (laughs) They had their whole team in quarantine like a month ago. So they're good to go. They've been in quarantine. They've been practicing. Um, Joe Scott's a coach again. Last time Joe, Joe Scott was a coach at Air Force, you know what they did? Years ago? One of the greatest accomplishments in college basketball history. They won the Mountain West at Air Force. Think about that. They won the damn Mountain West, not the tournament. Regular season, they won the Mountain West at Air Force. Joe Scott's going to get them back. Um, Air Force minus six and a half against that dude. That dude right there, if I can pull it in front of There it is. There it is. Mark Jeffrey. Anyway, uh, um, I like that. I like George Mason laying 16 against a Howard team that just lost yep. to Queens College. Was it I was, Queens I was, College I was, in Hamilton? Here's, no, here's,
1: here's the thing. I'm. I think I'm. I'm gonna fade you on that one. I think I'm gonna go with Howard in this spot.
2: You know, Um, Maker probably isn't playing.
1: Yeah, that that's that's been reported. They had Howard's got another guy out, so I like I like Howard in this spot. Um, Just be.
2: uh, Oh no. You don't. You can't like. I don't
1: like Howard in this spot.
2: Why would you like Howard?
1: I like George Mason in this spot. Right. I don't know why. I don't know why I said Howard. Yeah, I, I, talked myself, I talked myself. In the right. I talk myself into circles on that one. George Mason. George Mason. George Mason. I'm
2: really, fade, Chicago Howard. State. Howard I, Chicago literally
1: State. I literally have. I literally have written in my note right here, fade Howard. And then you're like, fade Howard. And I'm like, no, don't fade, fade like Howard. What am I? T-? I'm I'm out of it today. All
2: right, it's um, okay. It's, I it's out, out
1: so, so, look, so look, we had we had COVID issues. COVID quarantine issues in my house for Thanksgiving. So we had, uh, we're, we're doing Thanksgiving today. So I've been up since like 6 o'clock getting the smoker ready for the turkey and making the nice. food. Look at um, So there's two more two more things that I, I just want to mention yep. that I'm probably going to – I got one I'll, more. I'll probably – like I'll have them in a parlay or something like that. I, I don't love them, but I think it's things that you need to consider. One of them is Duke against Coppin State. Um, that's just another situation where road game, really bad team, really good team. I do think Duke is undervalued heading into this season. Uh, so I will be on Duke minus 37 against Coppin State. And the last one is I am taking the over in Western Carolina against UNC Asheville. Western Carolina is playing like this, the, the kind of Tony Marshall, run up and down, shoot a bunch of threes, shoot a bunch of layups, like uh, get like don't take more than five, six, seven seconds on a possession kind of a deal. Like So they want to get up and down. UNC Asheville is another one of these teams that wants to get up and down. They are coached by Mike Borrell. Shaka Smart disciple, you know how those teams kind of want to play. So uh, I like the over there. Um, get it early though, because remember, UNC Asheville, UNC Wilmington. Yesterday, that total went from one fifty right. to one sixty four in the last hour before tip off. Because Very it's the same strange. thing. Like it's it's one of those one of those games where you have two teams that want to get up and down. So, so people you just have one it, person play like, oh, oh, the over
2: because nobody else is betting on that game. So it, it was like one person.
1: Well, uh, people were like gam- gambling Twitter was all in on it. You're, you don't know anything about gambling Twitter. You're not as sharp like I I'm am. Not a I'm not as sharp.
2: You uh, are not as sharp. It's called, I think, a, a square the other day. But,
1: I mean, you are. It's, it's, it's legitimate. Guy, guy, guy. No it's doubt. Uh,
2: I'm going firm, and I'm laying 18 and a half against USC Upstate. They, they came out of quarantine recently. They're not going to have their head coach, Dave Dickerson, who's tending to his wife, um, because she, she's been, uh, ill. Um, so I'm, I'm, Furman's really good, by the way. Furman's yes, they are. Really, really good. Bob Ritchie does a great job. They're favored along with UNC Greensboro to win the SoCon. So I will lay the 18 and a half there against USC Upstate. Um, John Fanna, shout out to Fanna. Uh,
1: yeah, one last thing. Ryan Gold asked about how do we like you uh, LSU today. We spent about five minutes at the top um, talking there. about him. Ryan it, all, it, all, it all depends on uh, on, on Hassan Sorry, French. Bro. Yeah, if, if, if Hassan French is playing, um, then I'm probably going to be on St. Louis, depending on what the line is. Uh, but if Hassan French is not playing, then I like the LSU money line in that spot. Goodman, you got anything else?
2: Yeah, just subscribe. Field of 68. Make sure you are checking out uh, Field of 68 on both Twitter, on uh, on Instagram, uh, everywhere else on YouTube. Uh, what else we got, bro?
1: Last thing, homefieldapparel.com. The Black Friday sales are done, but you can still get 20% off of your first purchase on that site if you use the promo code FIELDOF68. Their gear is awesome. So I've mentioned this before, but the thing that I love about them, Jeff, is that what they do is they go out, and all they do is just mine these old logos. So if you think those logos from like the 50s and 60s are awesome, what they do is they find those, they get it licensed, and they create these awesome designs, and they put them on a t-shirt, and they put them on sweatshirts. The one thing they haven't done, Go ahead. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna wear on them for this. Yeah. I'm not gonna, what, I'm, not, what, what I'm, what gonna I'm gonna hold their feet to the fire. I'm gonna yep. hold them accountable. They have not put the sad Yukon dog logo on joggers yet. That's all I want.
2: I'm sure this you is did. from
1: this is from this is from No Escalator. Shout out to No Escalators. We need the sad dog on the joggers home field. Come on, Man, get I'm it looking done. at I might get, get it done.
2: a uh, a retro Hawaii uh rainbows. That's not bad. Lady, right? That's not bad. Yeah, it's great. I might go with that. I'm getting something today. If you I'm use the if game. you
1: if you use the promo code field of 68, you get 20% off.
2: Well, I'm good. <laughs> Obviously, that that that's part of the deal here. So, uh, all right. Listen. Happy the uh, late belated Turkey Day. Uh, I'm wishing the best to the Doster family. Who has to eat your, your 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 meal today? It's good. Hey They're man, safe. look, I, I can mean,
1: I can't do a lot of stuff, but if you give me a smoker and you give me some kind of meat, I can make something pretty delicious. All
2: right, all right. Good luck. Good luck to the kitties. All
1: right, all right. take care, everybody. All right. Happy betting. Let's get some Ws.
2: That's right. See you tomorrow.